0: Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much! much. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together, I'm Josh.
1: And I am Kylie Nicole.
0: Oh, sorry, I thought there was going to be more names. And on today's episode, we talk about Gemini Man. There was a long pause in there. I'm sorry, Kylie. I.
1: That's okay. I'm just looking at your your DVDs of Steven Spielberg.
0: Okay, what you got? Well, it
1: goes Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. No, it goes Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. You got a run of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it goes Minority Report, Catch Me no, If You Can. No, it goes
1: Saving Private Riot. Oh,
0: Hanks! Minority oh
1: Minority Report, Catch Me If You Can. War of the Worlds. What's in between War
0: of the Worlds and uh, Bridge of Spice?
1: Munich. Um Banna, Crystal Skull. Ford. A war horse. A horse. Everyone. <laughs> you got a Cumberbatch <laughs> in there.
0: Oh, okay. A Lincoln. Uh, Day-Lewis. Bridge of Spies. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you right now, the lead of that movie is a horse. <laughs> that horse is the lead of the movie.
1: Uh, what about the boy? I don't know what his name is.
0: I'm pretty sure he's in like two segments, right?
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: they're longer segments, they're not, but like...
1: Occasionally, like, we see him just like almost dying and getting blinded.
0: It's a movie about a horse and its effect that it has on humanity during World War II.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it would work better as only a book and not a play or a movie.
0: I have watched, not the actual, like, play, because I haven't seen it live, but I've I've watched watched a video of the play, and I, I... I think what works about the play version as opposed to the film version is...
1: We have a puppet, and so we're like, ooh, the majesty. The majesty
0: of the puppet, I actually think, is something that's really kind of unique and interesting. And, like, there's a reason to go see it. However, I think the intimacy of theater allows the human stories and the connection with the horse to play out better. In this film version, we have such a grand scale, and the scope almost works against what the story is trying to do. Um, and I don't necessarily know if that's the fault of even Spielberg or anybody else, but just, like, I think the story needs to be a more intimate story to work.
1: I think that I think that with the play, what I always hear is, like, oh, that puppet. Like, that's all I hear. True story. So the narrative is always, like, the puppet, the spectacle. Yes. And as you have told me before, sometimes spectacle is nice to watch. Yeah. In the form of... <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber's the Phantom of the Opera.
0: Sure, yeah, absolutely. And
1: not Jill Schumacher's Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> that spectacle is not pretty to watch. Can we do an episode on that? Well that can I can I like talk about how much I dislike that film? On Phantom of the Opera? Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you want to... Okay, here's here's what this is going to be, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: we do an episode on 2004's Phantom of the Opera. Yeah,
1: when we do the 2004, we watch all the 2004 movies.
0: Oh my gosh. um, It's going to be... It, you're going to get ready. Okay, but, but what I need you to understand is, you put it on the calendar. Remember when I talked about Jurassic Park? Uh-huh. And it was... Infinite years long. You're not
1: gonna do that for a fan of the opera.
0: I'm gonna be that but mad. But like yelly, angry, mad.
1: Nah, Josh, I got it. Okay. I can take it. Alright. Listen, okay. I think about things uh-huh. sometimes when I watch it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> problems it's the brightest, in the world. Josh, it's the brightest is um, your work
1: schedule. Josh, it's the brightest movie in the world. Yeah. It's, it's so bright, but it's so poorly lit. I know. This Josh, stupid stage is where the Josh, boat is. Josh, I know. It's so bright. Yeah, the candles from the ground. It's like they watched the stage production and thought it was literal. Who?
0: Okay, okay. Here's what you. It do. was literal.
1: Those I, candles were literally.
0: Like, I need you. I need you so see, bad. He doesn't understand. Scene
1: changes. I've heard of those before.
0: <laughs> <gasps> Andrew Lloyd Weber literally was like had his pick of anyone who wanted to do the movie and he picked Schumacher. He's like this man, understand.
1: I own a life-size Charmander now.
0: You own a life-size
1: Charmander? Yeah, it's two feet tall. Did
0: you get it at Build-A-Bear?
1: <laughs> nope, I, nope, I got it out at GameStop. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> That's exciting. It's two feet tall. Is my Detective Pikachu life-size? No. Okay.
1: Movies don't do a great job of, like, the movie and anime don't do a great job of actually doing the actual heights of the Pokemons, or the weights of the Pokemon. And so, like, like, take it with a grain of salt, okay?
0: Okay, so a Charmander's two feet tall. Yes. (laughs) How tall is a Pikachu? Is it taller or shorter? I'm imagining it's shorter. I
1: should have just pulled out my... Um one foot and four inches,
0: okay, so it's shorter but, but like six ish inch inches or less or more eight yep ish ish was the the important part of that sentence all right what what about a what what about a side is a side the size of a pikachu?
1: mm. Oh, I almost got us in a car accident yesterday. What What happened? Well, I didn't actually. <laughs> he's 2'7".
0: So he's taller? Mm-hmm. Whoa, I thought, like, Charmander was, like, the tallest one.
1: No. Um, so we were driving by the school that's over there. Uh-huh. And there's a football game happening. And I kind of just looked to see what sport it is and make sure it's not, like, a uh, mob rally. It is. And no it was, worries. Well, no, it was kids playing football. It's fine. It's good. No one seemed like they were going crazy, but there was this little girl not playing football, I, or not watching football, I've been there, everyone, <laughs> and she was like, she had a Build-A-Bear hug that she was throwing in the air and catching it, and I went, she got a Build-A-Bear Psyduck, <laughs> and Jeffrey at that second thought I was gonna run my car over two lanes of traffic to hit her with it, and I sure did not have that intention.
0: Okay, but if you had had that intention, would it to be to take the Psyduck?
1: <laughs> you don't throw your Pokemon in the air
0: Oh man, especially not a Psyduck. He'd be real worried.
1: <laughs> You'd really stress him out. You'd probably kill everyone there.
0: What if he's the Psyduck though that's like, Yeah, this is fun, like fun times with with my person
1: Well I'm not gonna take that risk.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough indeed.
1: Like, if you saw someone throwing, like, a cat in the air like that.
0: I mean, I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, some cats might enjoy it.
1: Sure. But Are you gonna take not- that risk? No,
0: I'm not. Oh
1: my gosh. Why did they put me in this messenger conversation? Hey everyone, we're playing D&D and everyone hates each other and everyone's very secretive.
0: I'm really trying to not be those things, okay? And that makes me even more hated and it creates more secrets. I literally tried to band us together in a band of brothers last night and then everyone was like, shut up.
1: Yeah, you tried to join an army that you can't join because it doesn't exist right now.
0: <sighs> yeah, I was trying to like I was trying to forge a fellowship. I was like, we're all together. You
1: have a fellowship yeah. now. There's nine of you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but like at any moment, any of them could just leave.
1: <laughs> All the NPCs, you're right.
0: No, listen, I, the NPCs so far have been like, I'm gonna hang out with with this one. Because he follows the law.
1: False. <laughs> what? That's not why Perry is following you. That's <laughs> not why Artemis follows you. That's not why Salus is following you. Well,
0: fair enough.
1: <laughs> That's not why Amethyst is following you. You got, you get Malik.
0: Yes! The one that I care about. I care about them all, really. Um, Jeff
1: said that Amethyst was the new MVP of the NPCs. <laughs> it's no longer Artemis. Whoa, whoa. I'm gonna have to kill her.
0: <laughs> no, hang on, please don't kill any NPCs. They may hate me, but they don't tell me.
1: They don't hate you. Just tell us. <laughs> He doesn't hate you, though.
0: I literally have tried to befriend <laughs> Salus. I just want to know about him, and I want to learn his ways. I like the
1: hands. Like, why is Salus here? <laughs> um, everyone, Salus is a half-orc barbarian. <laughs> Who, I mean, like, Josh doesn't know why he's coming along, but Salus knows. Yeah, but like, I
0: tried. I asked questions. Salus didn't tell me. Okay. <laughs> He just told me that he could train folks. Yeah. Also, I think my favorite part was when Sly was like, wait, you're a ghost? I was like, oh yeah, hi. You <laughs> <laughs> he weren't here for this reveal. <laughs> Those good times. Kylie, mm-hmm. why are we here today? What are we doing? What
1: are we talking what are we about? Talking about?
0: We're, well, we talked <laughs> about a lot of things. Started out with Warhorse.
1: I think we should <laughs> just give up. <laughs> no, no.
0: No. Why, why? Why should we give up, Kylie?
1: Josh, you're watching too many 1999 films. I'm worried for your health.
0: Yeah? <laughs> I've only got a stack left. Let me tell you what, I have found that some are not good.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know who could have told you that? Oh, lots of folks. <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, I took I, I took Manchester by the Sea.
0: I know you asked me yesterday. Forever. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it back yet or not. Someday. Someday.
1: Someday. Oh, you're watching. Okay, so we're here to talk about Gemini Man. Wait, what?
0: What? What did you just see? What? What just happened?
1: Nothing. Okay. Um, we're here to talk about <laughs> Gemini Man. Yeah. Um, directed by Ang Lee. Yep. Who is a director that I used to like. Someone that I used to know. (laughs) Yeah. I used to think like, wow, I really expect the character driven story that you're doing. And, you know, you're making me feel some emotions and You know, I really connect to Uh the things that you're saying here, mister.
0: And now he's Mm. like, ooh, technology, it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Gemini Man is nothing more than an excuse for Angley to try out some new technology. Sure. What is a film that uses. Technology well, what do you think? Like, tries to push it forward and then also, you know, tells a good story. What's one that uses new technology well?
1: Like, to tell a story better? Yes. Oh, so, not The Matrix.
0: I mean, The Matrix is probably a good
1: answer. Probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, the thing that The Matrix does best with its technology is continue to make Morpheus seem like a more, like, abstract figure with, like, specific moments of it. Um, bullet times. Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Official analysis. Bullet times. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um... A good use of technology. So like any technology? Yeah,
0: any technolo- any technological advancement in all of cinema history. So
1: that one with the train?
0: Uh huh. That's
1: a good use of technology. Yeah, where
0: they put a camera down and they were just like <laughs> yeah, train where they
1: make a film Whoa. <laughs> and everyone ran to the back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. There's that stupid shot of the stupid fisheye train going by and I was like Oh
0: man. And as soon as
1: that happened I was like, Oh no, Aang, stop <laughs> Um, I
0: was like, is this a 3D moment? Like, wh- is this just like, not because we're watching the, it's fine. Star
1: Wars, I think, is also a good example. Like the first one, the fifth one, the sixth one, those are all still pretty good. The first one is the easiest one to tote because they, they did it once. Uh, Kubo?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: There's a, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean is, Kub, there, yeah. Kubo's the biggest thing for Kubo is that the giant skeleton thing. Yeah, you guys are gonna fight that.
0: Something. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> bring it on. Huh,
1: what can I make you guys fight that I don't have to come? What's in my pocket? Why do I have a thousand pens? No, well, these are mine. Oh, okay. Definitely. Because I bought them from Jeff's mom's store. Um, what else uses technology well? I you know just. I, I don't know who framed Rubber Rat Roger Rabbit probably has some technology in there
0: <laughs> I like <her> naming these <laughs> to, to got one that then it's an answer <laughs>
1: I'm, Josh I just it's, I'm...
0: thinking just thinking that's fine
1: I don't yeah. know do you have a specific one
0: okay so like lots of them that you named right um, like... my, my one that I wasn't going to name because I talk about it enough is Jurassic Park I think that that integrates mm. Uh, Computer imagery and computer images with puppetry with actual visual effects really well. Yeah. I think that's a good thing there. However, I was trying to find, like, what is a technological advancement that I don't think eventually hurts cinema. And, because I actually do think that computers, though we do some amazing, wonderful things with the amount that people use them as a crutch, CGI is not the best, my favorite technological achievement. Though, there are many things that could not be done now without CGI. So, like, I totally know that's true. I think
1: CGI has also just made it safer for people. I
0: agree with that. Uh,
1: I, th- I think about, I think about stump people a lot. because um, they're my friends. I...
0: I agree with your sentence in the sense that it can make it safer and that mm-hmm. it can do many good things to help aid in the creation of film. Like, if you looked at the new Star Wars films, like I think those mix practical and CGI really well together outside of a few moment instances um, of facial de-aging. Um, looking at you, Rogue One. Looking at Rogue One.
1: Who did they de-age?
0: Um, Carrie Fisher.
1: Oh, Okay. I was thinking about when they made a person.
0: Yeah, that that one's better.
1: I disagree. Well, it's so jarring. It,
0: you're not wrong. I, My word was better, not good.
1: Can I say Lord of the Rings? Do they yeah. they use technology, right? Yeah. And that's 2001. The bo- Oh yeah, the Balrog's not real. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Balrog looks cool though. Yeah.
1: It does, and it still does. And I think the Lord of the Ring.
0: It, well, and their big achievement is Gollum.
1: Yeah. I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for keeping me at a hundred. Yeah, there you go. Um, especially Gollum in a bunch of different settings because like I think about the, the, the orc, the goblin, the orcs, the, the no, thing that they fight after like one of the stupid hobbits, like put the thing down the well and then in inco- call the ball, the, the, the giant thing. Yeah. The bio- Wait, what's the thing that drags him to hell?
0: It's a Balrog.
1: No, you're not listening.
0: So, sorry, okay. You need okay. We're in the caves.
1: So we're in the caves. It's after Pippin, probably, has knocked the thing down the well, and then it's like a troll or something. The giant fire demon? No! They're still in the room. They haven't left the room.
0: I don't remember that. And then, like,
1: we all think that Frodo died because he takes something in the stomach, but then he has the elven chain mail? I like this.
0: This makes sense. I just didn't remember remember it being like a big thing. I thought it was like several things were coming at them.
1: Yeah. After all the several things come at them, they send in like a giant monster. The Balrog? (laughs) It's not the Balrog! Why won't you just listen to me? I am listening to you! I'm
0: not remembering (laughs) that there's a thing. This thing? Do not say it's a Balrog. It's not. I think it's a troll. It's sure. Yeah. Everyone's, she's right. I wasn't saying she was wrong. I was. This is my brain not remembering things. I'm not a kid. I'm not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This thing looks bad. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they keep it in the dark so we can't see it as much. But then Gollum is out like everywhere hanging out, having a good time. Yeah. That's a good guy. I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. Um, it's okay that you couldn't remember this, Josh. I just needed you to listen until I got to the end of my statement. I was there. I was listening to you. <laughs> Sometimes I think I make movie scenes up in my head and I knew I didn't make this one up. Because I have a distinct skull of Elijah Wood crying.
0: Maybe the entire internet is out there <laughs> making it up with you. Maybe oh,
1: so. They're just making it up for
0: you. We've all come together and we've been like, this is a thing that we need to do.
1: Wow. That, no, that's horrifying. <laughs>
0: I want to go with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And this is why I want to go with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, because there are many technological advancements that were needed to make a full-length animated feature. Um, And I think that while we do not do 2D traditional animation as much or at all anymore, um, the idea that animation is is a full-length art form that can tell a story and the way that we invent the multiplane camera and all of the different things that happen to make this live-action color film come to life, I think has, has really long-reaching, long, long-lasting aspects of it. And what I really like about Snow White in terms of this question is just like it's... Its sole intent and purpose was to tell a story, but Walt Disney knew that to do that, he had to create and master this new technology. And I think that's a good way of matching the spectacle and the technology with the storytelling elements of, of films. There we go. We did lots of answers. Lots of answers that are better than Gemini Man. Alright friends, if you want to answer the inquiry of the half Fortnite, you can do so at friendoffriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes if it's a 5 star review or any star review, as well as hit that subscribe button
1: oh, Sorry, I'm watching like Wow, what the heck Okay, sorry <laughs>
0: That helps us get more listeners. You can also find us on Facebook at Friend. Sorry, and Friend who will Podcast. save you
1: from yourself?
0: And now on with the show. Watch
1: this crazy video.
0: Okay. Okay. All right.
1: It's okay. There you go. So it's an egg. They're putting it in a cup, and they're going to put some Coca Cola and some Pepsi on it.
0: Okay, it's a brown egg, just so that everybody knows. Okay. Is it Coke and Pepsi in the same cup? Okay. Twenty-four hours later. What in the heck? <laughs> Wait a minute. It made like a plastic gelatin egg.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> does it have to be Coke and Pepsi together? Oh,
1: yeah, I think so. Chad. <laughs> Science does not suggest anything else will work.
0: Those chemicals are not good for your body, everybody. We should not drink it. The amount of thing are you just watching it on a loop? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, now looking at other okay. things. Alright.
1: Oh hey! The sun rises on the New Kingdom. Bring home the Lion King on Voodoo today.
0: Uh, you know, I've already declined my Disney Movie Club offer for it. Uh, how many
1: Disney movies do you get per year? A lot? Can you... Wait, how many can you get?
0: Well, so I get a Disney Movie Club offer once a month. Okay. Um, and technically I have to... Well, I'm already past my like acceptance window, so I don't have to accept any of them. But when you're in your initial acceptance window, you've got to do five, and over the course of two years, and you have to buy them.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Which we do easily.
1: Do you get them cheaper?
0: Um. You get. Yes and no. So you get it. it... Oh, it sounds like good old
1: Disney coming for
0: us. <laughs> yes. Um, So basically, the Disney Movie Club, uh, you get special offers on, like, discounted movies, but the new ones you have to buy at full price. So your deal is on the back catalog, um, and it's whenever you buy something at full price, they'll give you something else for, like, dirt cheap. It's basically a buy one, get one kind of thing.
1: Well, I guess for you, it might save you money, because, like, you...
0: I would buy them anyway. I
1: buy them like the Dickens. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I got Toy Story four. It's up there now.
1: What do we have? Any good animated movies of the year so far?
0: Toy Story four is probably the best.
1: So it's Toy Story. I think so. Frozen, tours to Toy Story four. Who's gonna win the Oscar?
0: Spies in disguise.
1: Adominable. Abominable. Abominable. <laughs> Abominable.
0: I don't know what it's called. Spies in disguise. That's who's gonna win the Oscar.
1: You know, Fool's Gold. <laughs> my highest rated p- only animated film is how to train your dragon the hidden have have they won any
0: how to train your dragon 3 it's like a sleeper to like possibly do some stuff but have
1: any of the how to train your dragons won an oscar i
0: want to say the first
1: one oh
0: man i want to say the franchise has a best animated feature
1: because i know i don't think 2 won
0: i think that the first one might have snuck in in a year where pixar didn't have anything I could be wrong about that. It was that.
1: nominated. Okay. Um, How do I find the second one? I'm on Wikipedia, everyone. That's okay. Uh, they were both nominated. Okay. So, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out.
0: Okay.
1: I know that it's an animated movie, but we might do the, the Lifetime Achievement Award. We
0: might. We very well might. And it
1: might just be like, oh, well, you know, in a world of sequels.
0: We're gonna award Frozen 2. It's possible. Yeah. Um,
1: Although, like, there's also, like, that internet backlash of, like, well, anything that's popular is bad, so Frozen's bad.
0: Yeah, but the internet and the Oscar pool do not cross over very much. Well,
1: the Oscar, no, the internet was like, Green Book's great.
0: The internet was not like Green Book's great. The internet's like Green Book is a problem.
1: Okay, Gemini Man, also, we all okay. Joker's gonna win Best Animated <sighs> Feature. We already God, know.
0: Go away. no okay, So. Okay, wait. You said you only saw one animated movie this year, and that's not no, true. That's you the saw, okay. Great one. Okay. I was like, I had to get that out there. You saw Toy Story four.
1: I did. I've also seen Missing Link, Dragon Ball Z Brawly, which I know no one cares about but me. We all care. I saw Angry Birds 2, I saw the Lego Movie Part 2.
0: Oh gosh. We've missed Abominable and
1: we could still make it.
0: Um Adam's Family and uh, um I got Secret Life of Pets in there also, too.
1: Oh my gosh. So Adam's Family.
0: Wonder Park. Listen, Adam's Family has a better metacritic than Gemini, man. I don't Not that that means anything. Who cares? All right, yeah. let's All get right. to Gemini Man. All right, let's do it. This Here we is go. the
1: one we picked. Here's the reason why we picked it. Blank uh. Check is going to do an episode on it, and that's the real reason. We were like, Adam's Family or Gemini Man. Um, and then I saw the trailer for Adam's Family, and I was like, hard pass. Hard, hard pass. I don't want care to see this movie. Um, but if Josh was like, you know, I really feel some passion for Adam's family, I would have sucked it up and gone and seen it. However, Josh let me pick because he, I think, felt the same level of indifference for the world. <laughs> yes. yes. And so I went with Gemini <laughs> Man*. Listen, at also, what point? Will Smith. <laughs>
0: At one point you were like, Uncut Gems, and I was like, is it opening? Let's do that. And then it doesn't open until, like, December. Just the
1: trailer. We'll just talk about the trailer. (laughs) We could fill it.
0: Um, Expectations. It's a new movie. Oh, yeah, we do expectations, non-spoiler, and spoiler.
1: Well, it's been a while since we've done a new movie. (laughs) Alright, expectations. At first I expected it to be really good. Here's why. One. Ang Lee, two, Will Smith, three, Will Smith.
0: <laughs> Four, Jerry Bruckheimer?
1: I all, well, okay, well, I didn't under- know that that was there until the trailer came out. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, ooh, I'm interested. Uh, a little more action-y than I thought it was going to be. But, you know, Ang Lee has shown me that he can do action with... Two thousand. It's only been nineteen years. Like he could still bring it on back, and then and then that didn't happen. Um, and then the last film that he made was that Billy. Billy Lynn's
0: out, Long Halftime Walk, which
1: I didn't see, but I've heard people talk about, and they talk about the reason why the technology and everything, and why it's necessary, and how it makes you feel. And I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting thing for him to try. knowing Lee. Please get back to making things like Life of Pi, where you were like, oh, I'll make technology work, but then I'll also, like, embold my characters with personalities and, like, feelings, and then we can't...
0: <laughs> Kylie's just going. And She's then, just into it.
1: And then, and then here we are. Kylie doesn't have any passion for this film. And then Kylie
0: gets... She his... says passionately. And
1: then Kylie sees uh, all of the reviews come out, and Kylie's heart breaks. <laughs> And I tell people, I don't have a reason to live anymore. My man isn't going to be good. And then Uncut Gems trailer came out and I was like, I found my reason to live again. All is good.
0: Well, there we go. Um. So I saw the trailer uh-huh. and I was like, oh, cool. Looks dumb. And then I was like, oh, is here. I think...
1: I guess I just
0: <laughs> I, I like that's that's literally it. I was like, oh, this I think the thing that I said to you was this could be a fun throwback. That was I think the thing that I said. Like it reminded me of the cla- the older nineties blockbusters. Um and if Will Smith is back to like nineties blockbuster form, I'm on board because I like Will Smith when he's in that form. I like Will Smith most of the times i think my revelation of this movie is i secretly think will smith is one of my guys like because i'm looking back on will smith's career and i'm like i like will smith in pretty much everything that he does can't say all the movies are great most of them are not in fact But I'm usually on board with Will Smith.
1: Wow, that is not, like, yeah, everyone is. Will Smith Smith used to be, like, a champion of the box office. Yes.
0: Can I, I'm with you. Will Smith used to be everybody's guy. And he's there. And that's fine. I'm not saying that's a hot take here. (laughs) Like, I'm not, like, trying to burn down the world. (sighs) But I think that Will Will Smith's spot Mm -hmm. has been usurped by The Rock. I think that, like that's the next generation there. And this put it together for me only because they kind of serve a similar function in cinema in each of their generations.
1: Because his career... His career dies after the film Hancock with Seven Pounds, Men in Black 3, that probably made a ton of money. Sure. After Earth... Winter's Tale. Ah, uh, yes. Focus.
0: Which is not a terrible movie, and actually, if you look at its box office, it comes out in February. It mm-hmm. makes like a hundred million dollars, which is it's it's a good little hit. It's not mem- remember. It's not memorable at all. So not long lasting, but yeah. I'm
1: looking at box office. Just, we don't want to type in the S. Okay. Oh my god. Just let me go back. Okay, um, <laughs> concussion. Uh
0: huh. Which trying to get an Oscar. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. We well, can all respect that. It's a
0: good performance. I like. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. But again, doesn't do well.
1: No. And everyone, it, it's a. It's almost like a meme because we all just yell, "Tell the truth." Yes. Uh, Suicide Squad.
0: Tried, tried, tried there.
1: Collateral Beauty.
0: So that's so, why so, so did make a lot of
1: money. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it did. It, it did. Also, I feel like out of everything in there, I've said positively good things about Margot Roby, Will Smith, and I've even said a positive thing about Jai Courtney. Okay, well. I said, best role. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> And then, I think I said something along the lines of, oh, when we don't give Jay Courtney much words, he's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Scott Eastwood? Oh, Scott Eastwood. Hello. See, is he in this? <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is in this. He is in this. Yeah. Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood plays a character who they were going to call Trevor whatever Chris Pine's name's, character's name is from Wonder Woman, that he was uh-huh. going to be that character. And then they were like, no, he's going to go.
0: <laughs> he's going to. He's in
1: this film. And so then he's no one. <laughs>
0: So he's literally just Scotty's twist, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah Collateral Beauty,
0: terrible movie. Uh, d- but trying to get an Oscar,
1: I guess. Bright,
0: oh, awful movie. Yeah, but everybody
1: watched it. Aladdin. Okay,
0: well, we talked about Aladdin earlier.
1: Gemini Man.
0: Now here we're talking about Gemini Man.
1: Spies in disguise. That's the new rise. Bright two. Oh God, go away. And Bad Boys for Life. Uh, a funny joke happened on a podcast that I was listening to, and. this <laughs> was Brian Posehn and Friends. And Brian Posehn some, said something like, oh, a new bad boys is coming out. And someone said, don't you mean a new bad new bad boys are coming out? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a stupid, terrible joke I would have made.
0: <sighs> so even through I think Will's most rocky period, which I um, think we're
1: maybe coming out of? So Foreign, Focus made a ton of money. Okay. Um, on a budget of 50.1 million its domestic growth was 53 million. Yeah. So uh, th- that that is It's good. Uh, yeah.
0: It doesn't, I don't think it has a lasting legacy but it's not a failure either and mm-hmm. I think that for a lot of the career, back half of Will Smith's career so far
1: And it comes out February 27th
0: Ooh. Yeah, it's like a, Feb- it's this weird February hit.
1: And it's before February is like Oh, we can put a film out.
0: In... I think it's one of the films that helps, like, mm-hmm. show that, like, oh, we can put a film out here.
1: I think that the one that, like, really puts the stamp on is Deadpool. Lego Movie. Okay.
0: I think you're right, but <laughs> Lego Movie and Deadpool come together because they're diff- they're different years. Mm-hmm. But they come out, I think, if my brain's were through, they're back to back or there's, like, a gap here in between.
1: I think Lego um, Movie's 2004.
0: It's like 2012? 14, sorry. Okay. (laughs) I
1: I said 2004, but 14.
0: 2014. Yes. And Deadpool is maybe the year after?
1: Deadpool is probably not. (laughs) 2016. 16, okay. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm remembering correctly.
0: Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, so basically, I think that Focus comes out in that ramp up. To like, yeah, we're not releasing mega hits yet, but we are releasing, like, movies are making money. And this is how we kind of have an idea that we can maybe release some movies in this month. And I think that Will Smith's legacy is pretty cemented 20 years ago at this point, 25, almost 30 years ago with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, with Men in Black, with Independence Day... Um, and he's still, like, just trying to find new ways to reinvent himself. He's got a Facebook watch show right now. He's kind of all over social Isn't media. like, his bucket list? Yeah, it's Will Smith's bucket list where he just, like, does things.
1: Well, I think also Will Smith has not committed any crimes. Yep. <laughs> which is helpful yeah. in this world. Yeah.
0: Um, Will Smith is... He's got a good image of, like, just dad. Like, he's kind of like, like, fun dad in that way. Like, he cares about his kids, but he's also like, let's have a good time. I
1: think that we got a little bit sick of him around the After Earth, because he was like, I want to make my children also famous. And I think we were kind of like, oh, Will, no. Mm -hmm. Jaden
0: just wants to make Spider-Man raps, okay? Calm down. Don't we all? (laughs) Yes! Yes, we do.
1: Um, yeah, so... (laughs)
0: <laughs> so yeah, those it, are my
1: thoughts so, on
0: Will Smith. So <laughs> Will Smith is a dude who I, I really like. There's not many films of his where I think he is the problem in the film, if there's any of them at all. Shark Tale. And The Rock ends up taking his spot in terms of, like, pop culture, but it's a very different brand. And I think that's only different because, like, The Rock seems more aggressive about his brand, but, like, the kind of, like, humor and the kind of action starry nature that like kind of that swagger that Will Smith has with him, I think is, it really similar there. Um, but yeah, well, Will is somebody who this year I, I had maybe had some hopes that with Aladdin and with Gemini man and with spies in disguise that maybe like the Will Smith, Renaissance might actually like the pop culture Renaissance might happen. And I will say that Aladdin made a lot of money. And it seems like if we're just continuing on with Gemini Man, I don't think it's going to make a lot of money. It might make some money internationally. Great, I really hope it does. But it seems like Will Smith is trying again.
1: Oh, it costs so much money to it's make. It's like a hundred and sixty. One hundred thirty-eight million. a yeah. Box Office Mojo.
0: Okay. And it's going to make twenty something in its opening weekend domestic. Yes. Yeah. So it's not going to do well here. It's just not. Um, I like Will Smith in this movie. I think Will Smith gives two very different performances, and I really appreciated watching his work on screen. So, the premise of the film is, is that there is Old Will Smith and Young Will Smith. And Young Will Smith is trying to kill Old Will Smith. That's the premise of this movie. Sure, there's more like... I don't know, FBI, CIA, Hitman nonsense b- baked in here. But that's pretty much the premise of the movie. You
1: know what I like about the nonsense of the Hitman world of yeah. John Wick? Oh, okay. <laughs> that they've ramped it up to, like, 12. Yes. And I'm like, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is how it works.
1: Also, you know who never dies in John Wick films?
0: John Wick? Civilians. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: That, that that helps that yep. that helps
0: that out so much well cause everybody's a part of the hitman <laughs> society Kylie well <laughs> everybody
1: not you and I <laughs> my best chance of surviving a film is John Wick because listen if, even if I was a hitman you know who when I see the text and I there's a hit on John Wick I'm gonna put my phone away and not look at and that be
0: like mm, not worth that money <laughs> Um.
1: With a pencil.
0: So they do this technology. So, okay. We talked about earlier, Ang Lee was trying to push technology forward. And what that technology is, is he's doing a, I think it's a 120 high frame rate, uh, film. Which is, average film is at 24. So he's at 120. The other films that you might have seen.
1: What, The Hobbit
0: is Hobbit. The Hobbit trilogy is is also went with a high frame rate. He's using a 4K 3D and he's using this new mo cap technology to make young Will Smith Jr. So the only there are 14 theaters in the entire country that are showing Gemini Man in something that's somewhat close to the actual way that Angley wants you to watch this film. There are theaters that have the 4K 3D but they're not IMAX theaters they're Dolby theaters because Dolby is the one that's doing it. And there are some theaters that have the capability to play I believe it's up to 60 high frame rate. but Nobody can get to 120. We just don't have the technology readily available to watch this movie in the way Ang Lee shot it to be watched.
1: We're not... If if only one director is doing it, we don't... Ex- well, I mean, others could be doing it. I, I really don't know. But, it, like, yeah. if I only hear about one director doing it, I'm not making my theater to match this one director's Yes.
0: And so, what we're seeing is, whether you see it in 3D or 2D, you're seeing a flattened version of it so that it the the depth of field is still there and the the what looks like motion smoothing elements of it is but they're just adjusting it back to the master that they can actually play in their theaters and what this does do is it creates so Angley is doing this to make it seem more and more like he's living in the real world. And so he's using this hyper-digital character in a real world and trying to make you believe that what you're seeing is real. And it can come out having two different ways. And it either is going to look to your brain like you're watching a really low-budget soap opera because you're going to see all of the detail... Or you're going to look like a video game because it's not quite rendered to a satisfying degree for film. I am not talk about, like, a good video game. I'm talking about, like, a PS2 game. Like, that's the level that it's going to look like here for you. And the reason being is because... The technology that you're being shown, your eye is not, A, used to it, and B, we're not able to actually see it how it needs to be seen. So therefore, this film is in some ways too technologically advanced to actually be seen correctly at this point. That doesn't mean it shouldn't be made, but it does mean that it's more of a technological experience or experiment, then it actually is a cinematic venture. And that, to me, is a problem. I don't love that about this movie. I don't love that that's what Gemini Man is and will be, and will be remembered for. It might be one of those films much like, so there's, if you look at the history of computer animation, there's a big epic moment in a film called Young Sherlock Holmes, Nobody remembers the film Young Sherlock Holmes except for this one thing where a stained glass window comes to life as a stained glass character and it is the first or one of the first fully animated computer characters on screen. So that film gets remembered because of that. Gemini Man
1: Wow, it looks terrible. Yeah, oh it does. Oh sorry, sorry. Yeah,
0: no, you're not wrong. Like it's it's just a step forward in technology. It's not a great one. It's not <laughs> Yeah, like So I think this is what Gemini Man is going to be. A step in technology that we're gonna look at and be like, oh, somebody was playing with frame rate and somebody was playing with four K technology and somebody was playing with this new way that we can do mocap. But it's not necessarily the technology is not what I found enjoyable about this film.
1: Me either.
0: Um. <laughs> the other quick thing is to talk about really fast is the mocap and how they do it in this one. So, recently, or this year, is Captain Marvel still this year? Captain Marvel is still this year. Um... And we have the de-aging on Sam Jackson or what will happen with the Irishman. That's going to, the Irishman, which is coming out.
1: What has happened um, with the
0: Irishman. Right. And, and the, the de-aging there. So those examples, and I'll stick with the Captain Marvel example just because Sam Jackson's, as I think the one that most people have seen, that's not what they did there. So Sam Jackson had like little balls on his face or whatever, or like however they did that, they just de-aged him down. So that's still his performance that you're seeing. What happened here is that Will Smith performed both sides of the role, but he did one of it in a mocap suit and with all of the things there. And then Ang Lee and his team at Weta went and, based upon previous films that we have, digitally recreated a 20 somethings version of Will Smith and then sculpted that. On to the performance. So, basically, Will Smith is the digital puppeteer for the young version. Yes.
1: So, you know how, like, we shouldn't <laughs> play God?
0: Yeah, uh-huh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Ang Lee. Maybe we could take a, a, a note of themes from your own movie. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. So, that's how the young junior, in this case, is created. I don't think it totally works. I also don't think it totally fails. Um, it, there are times where it's distracting. Specifically, there's a scene at the end of the film where we're in broad daylight for the first time with this character. And it's really clear how digital and technology and what you're looking at. But in certain sequences, it works really well. I think in action sequences where we can't see the face, or in darkly lit sequences where we can stage it better...
1: Yeah, it looks good when we can't see it, you're right. Yes.
0: (laughs) You know? like, And that's the problem with it. It's, (laughs) It's weird. It doesn't look always great. However, I... I think Will Smith does enough for me, and his char- charisma is there, and this is why I don't think we can ever come to a world where we need, where we will just be able to like, yeah, no actors, let's digitally recreate everybody, Cary Grant's back, because we can digitally recreate him, yeah, let's do it. I feel like someone's going to do that at some point, it's going to be bad. He um, already
1: did it! It's called Star Wars Rogue One. Sorry, Rogue One, a Star Wars story.
0: No, but, like, not as, like, a supporting character. There's gonna be, like, a brand new, like, Jimmy Stewart, Joan Crawford movie because somebody's gonna digitally recreate him. And, like, that's what's gonna happen.
1: What? Can't we stop playing God, everyone? And so...
0: I don't think we were ever going to... Because what Will Smith brings to this is Will Smith is a charismatic actor. And his performance, I think, comes through the technology. On both sides. So, I like Will Smith in this movie. I think he's back in good form. It's fun to watch him do his thing. Uh, besides the technological elements of his performance, I think he's great. Besides Will Smith, I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Benedict Wong are having a great time. I think everybody is like, just working well... Playing off each other, having fun. Kylie, I've talked for a while. Yeah. What 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 what, what didn't work for this movie for you? Everything. Okay.
1: <laughs> Most things. Okay. I lied. Well, the actors are all fine. They're not. They're not the problem with it. The story is bland. It's the concept of. The clone going after the person—I guess I can't name like an example right now—but I feel like I've uh, seen this before.
0: I mean, young self versus old self in oh, some yeah! way is end game is done quite a bit. <laughs> Captain
1: America versus Captain America. Yeah, Endgame.
0: your past versus your present, like yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know that that so that wasn't really there. Um, Will old Will Smith was given. More of, like, I don't want... Like, he was given motivations and great and, like, emotion and character. And then young Will Smith was boring to watch and was bland because his character was I'm a robot. And so I just, I didn't, I didn't care about these characters. I mm-hmm. didn't care about the story. Mary Elizabeth Winstead does some things. However, again, her character is never really established. Nope. Uh, Benedict Wong is fun, but like his characters never. <laughs> he
0: loves planes, Kylie. Yeah,
1: he's just like a fun guy. Like, yeah. he loves planes. I just like
0: Will Smith is a bad house guest
1: there, He is. Um, some of the action scenes were fun. Like one of them was really fun. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about that one. Which one is that?
1: Uh, it's where Will Smith beats up Will Smith using a motorcycle. Yeah,
0: so the motorcycle chase sequence is really good. You, what I'm bummed about is the two best moments of that thing for me are in the trailer. Um, so, like, I knew when those beats were coming. However, it has a good sequence. Man, I love that motorcycle chase, motorcycle chase sequence. It works really well. Like, I'm on board and excited while it's happening. There's also a little like just fun visual touch that I enjoy it's really stupid but I got really excited like this so they start out and the first thing is they have two red motorcycles and like halfway through Junior gets a gets a green one and then you can follow which one's doing what because of the color of their motorcycles much
1: easier. There's also a lot of shots in this where Angley thinks that I'm stupid oh, and no. like, he like can't think that I'll see what he wants me to see, but he's like hey, look at their hand for 20 seconds <laughs> um, and then like I, there's a lot of shots where we're just full on facing the character and they're just talking straight into my soul and there are times when that works you know? Demi was a genius with it in at least two of his films. But, like, Angley just has Mary Elizabeth Winstead staring at me, and I don't feel anything from her, because she's also a robot. Sometimes when Sm- Will Smith does it, it's worthwhile. But otherwise, ugh. <laughs> Do you hate- understand what I'm saying? I do.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I didn't hate this movie. Um, I actually had a really fun time I with it. I guess I
1: don't hate it either. It's just boring and bland, and it's...
0: I think that, for me, there is some nostalgia buttons that are also being pushed here. It's a Bruckheimer-produced film, which means it's going to take us back to some of the Bruckheimer classics. Like National of, Treasure. Like National Treasure, like uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, if, like, if uh, had, like uh, The or, like, Rock.
1: was ever on our podcast, we would watch National Treasure oh, again, I think. Yeah,
0: we would. <laughs> National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. I think
1: that's what we would yeah. make him do.
0: Like Pirates of the Caribbean I think that
1: Cause he'd be like Let's watch a good film Like The Sting And I'd be like
0: <laughs> I don't think David Erlich thinks The Sting is a good film I don't
1: know I don't, I don't know David I don't okay?
0: know But I think that that's too Old? <laughs> no I think it's too Like bland
1: Okay um, yeah. um Um Bill and Ted
0: Should we watch Bill and Ted with him? Can we do that? Can we watch Bill and Ted With David Erlich Please? I need this in my life <laughs>
1: Hey David, we're gonna be watching *Villain Ted's Excellent Adventure*. Nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's already agreed. He's
1: already here. He's already agreed. He's yeah. already watched it.
0: I mean, kinda, the *Wind Rises* definitely felt like
1: this is the movie a that swan song.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. It's very much a hymn film. It's one of it's. I love that film.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's
1: so fun. Anyways.
0: Um. So, okay. All of those elements coming together for me, between Will Smith, Bruckheimer, Ang Lee, who is a good filmmaker, Mm -hmm. I think that there's enough of what each of those three artists bring to film to hold this together as a worthwhile experience. I liked watching the technology. I wouldn't say I want to watch this at home. In fact, I would say if you are anywhere near a 3D or a actual one of the cinematic experiences, go watch it that way.
1: If you're going to watch this film in any way, you might as well just go to the theater and do it.
0: Because I think that's what's going to be the most successful.
1: Yeah, so regardless, I mean, like, if you want to see it, like... Just go do it if you're close to something where you can get like where you explode off of your chair or something
0: <laughs> for 40 <four>, no
1: <laughs> i i can't imagine angley would ever allow his films <laughs> to be shown in a 40 no
0: but Ang- no it is but angley's like behind each chair and he's like shaking it at the right time and like he's like he's like doing the like, extra experience and all he's there he's missing. he's here he made a movie
1: Angley. No, sorry. I miss. I miss Angley. I don't miss Ang Lee.
0: Yeah, he's currently not interested in being Ang Lee anymore. Do you
1: also know what he said? He, he says all of his other movies uh, look, are bad. Look terrible. Yeah. Like, I was like they're, hey, they're disgusting. And I'm like, what is wrong with hey, you?
0: Ang, no, they're beautiful.
1: Ang, <sighs> hey, love yourself. I feel like we would have him to do a retrospective on his own thing, and he'd be like, they're terrible, and I'd kill him. I probably <laughs> wouldn't. I'm not a violent person. But okay. I would like. I would scream. <laughs> I can't keep it in.
0: So, when you put all these elements together, I don't hate this film. The script is wonky. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But what Aang brings to it that I really like is there are, and this is going to not sound fun to lots of folks... There are lots of scenes where they're sitting around talking. Like, there is not as many action beats as as I thought that there would be. And for me, just the fact that we slowed down and made an attempt at giving some character development. Now, I'm going to say that I agree with you that Benedict Wong and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's characters are not given character development. We're given time Time with them, mm-hmm. which I appreciate.
1: We're given salice with them. Um... We just have a Salus coming around with
0: us. We, we're given time, but we're not given depth. But we are given depth to, um... Old... Old, to Old Will Smith. Somewhat to young Will Smith, and somewhat to Clive Owen, who we've not talked about yet, who plays the villain of the film. Um... It's he's not great. I like there was I didn't connect to him in any real meaningful way. To the point where like when his eventual comeuppance happens, I'm like oh cool like thank you I guess.
1: I will say that old Will Smith is the thing that works the most in this yes. film. Yeah. Uh he has he has drive he has motivation. I believe what he's doing. I believe Will Smith's performance in it. Um, when he is sitting around and talking about some stuff like moments of it is really good because there feels like there's some emotional depth to it however I feel like I feel like Junior has still a pretty shallow pool Clive Owen does like that's actually a relationship that I think we could have spent, spent, more, spent time more time with, time with.
0: Yeah. um but they, they, maybe we get the scene where they go to Chuck E. Cheese
1: Young <sighs> that was such a funny line <laughs> <laughs> I watched this in a nearly empty theater. Mine was also nearly empty. At 12.20 on a Saturday. Like, there was someone four rows in front of me, so I was texting through the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else happened? Uh, yeah, I, ju- yeah I-, I think that... I wish that maybe there was more equal footing between two characters because there's an emotional climax where we should care about Junior. We should. We and- should, and I... Sure did not.
0: We only care about him in context of Trying to save Will Smith. Yeah, and that's
1: and when I say trying to save Will Smith, I mean old Will Smith.
0: There's also a reveal in the third act of like a kind of bigger big bad, and it's not worth it. It doesn't feel justified. In fact, then when the reveal happened, I was like, oh yeah this is who this is, but, like, couldn't put it together prior because there's no justification. There's no, like... It's very out of left field. Mm-hmm. Um
1: And there's a lot of things that, like... Like, Clive Owen as a villain, his motives when he was actually, like, spewing them, because he has about three minutes to spew them all at once. Yeah, so, so they're not sprinkled through the film.
0: Model on. I
1: am inevitable. Um... <laughs> And he was just going through it and I was like, oh, whoa, wait, maybe if you had said this, I don't know, an hour ago, maybe I could have like perked up in my seat and been like, oh, a think piece. I I wish there was more of this film to think about, like, and it was making us question things and like, but it it doesn't
0: No, it doesn't it doesn't and it doesn't even really want to bring up those themes until the third act Mm -hmm. and so therefore it feels really wasted and rushed again I'm not saying that this film is great shakes it is definitely like oh you're sleeping on the couch on a Sunday afternoon and like it happens to be on Netflix or it's on TBS or whatever and like you're like oh cool I'm gonna sleepily watch Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead beat up Clive Owen like
1: hangover film cool
0: story bros I'm just saying that, for me, I had a good time with it. It it would be a worthwhile watch in that scenario for me. Um, And and I'm hoping that what it does is maybe this is a launching point for Smith to, to be back in the mainstream. Or maybe it's a launching point for... I'm sorry, I definitely feel that while it is cliched, I appreciate that this movie takes some time to try to... Tell me about its characters. It doesn't do it successfully all the time, but it tries. And so many modern action blockbusters just don't care. And not in the way that John Wick doesn't care, where that's very intentional. Like, that's like, nope dog, go. Like, that's all we need.
1: Well, in the third one, when it does take that dip in the middle and it's like, oh, it's time for us to develop John Wick as a character, we were like, what is this? Kill this guy!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, but it's it's more so in the, like, really bad action knockoffs, and, like, I don't go watch them all that often, but, like, my brain says that they are, like, I don't know, the diehard sequels or the whatever Liam Neeson is doing sequels. Like, I don't know... Kinsey 2. Kenzie 2. Uh-huh, yes. Or the terrible... The Rock movies were like... Skyscraper. Skyscraper. We're we're like, sure, we tried, but like... Rampage. Rampage. Like, we're not stopping and being with these people. And maybe upon maybe things, if we can take a lesson from Gemini Man, it's that if we spend some time with our characters and actually get people invested in them, we can start to recreate some of these new properties because not everything is always an established IP. Gemini Man had a shot to establish a new one if we need that. But, like, we're going to run out of IP. It's going to happen.
1: Well, then we just keep going back. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. We, We have to generate new IP and it's frustrating that we're not being able to do that right now. And maybe Gemini Man, though it's not what we need in the world right now, maybe it can be a stepping stone to something else that can be creative and because of that and because of the technological technological experience i didn't hate this movie i don't love it either but it was fine yeah gemini man i like will smith like will smith is good i think he's one of my guys i'm with you
1: what? With me? Well, uh, with, with, with,
0: with, with everybody. The, the, the royal union. I
1: mean, like, so when I guess, I, I mean, like, by default, isn't Will Smith one of every person? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're saying this, and I'm just like, uh, yes, Josh, it has been established. The 38th Amendment says Will Smith is one of your guys.
0: <laughs> maybe everybody else just knew that Will Smith was one of my guys before I knew that Will Smith was one of my guys, so maybe that's it.
1: Uh, Will Smith seems like... Will Smith always just seems like a very important figure in cinema. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially, like, growing up and, like, I mean, I didn't watch most of Will Smith's movies growing up, but, like, being like... Will Smith is, like, the actor in movies. Okay,
0: and I agree with you, but, like, when you look at Will Smith's filmography, what what movie that Will Smith is in, do you look and you're like, oh, good movie! Like, what? I don't think he has one. I literally think he's around and he's there because, like, pop culture-wise, man, he's great. He's all over the place. Like, he's, a, he's one of the biggest movie stars that we have. But, like, in terms of cinematic impact, in terms of, like, the canon of movies, he ain't got one. Which is
1: fine. Wait, can I, can I go back to your thing of, like, look at his thing and find a good movie? Okay. Can I go back to that? Yeah, yeah, can yeah. I yeah. find a good movie? Yeah.
0: There are movies that I like of his. And there are definitely movies that, like, I think I think that there are movies that are good, like Men in Black, but or I think Independence Day is a good movie. But, like, I don't think that those are, like, Cinema. Good movies. And I know I'm being pretentious about this word cinema right now. I'm like, that's fine. But if we're trying to determine the canon of cinema, I'm really struggling to find what Will Smith movie to put in there. Though I agree, Will Smith himself belongs in there. What you got?
1: No, my 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 answer of like like my my favorite Will Smith movie is like a boring one that no one likes. <laughs> I really like Seven Pounds. I like Ollie. Ollie's good. I really like Ollie. I'm sorry. I'm a I sh, I shill Michael Mann in one or two movies. Ollie's good. Ollie is a I good I shill movie. Michael Mann in two movies. <laughs>
0: Um, I think Ollie is a good movie, but I think Ollie is a—it's is... also a
1: forgettable movie. Yeah. No one cares about it. I'm the only one. It's Will Smith.
0: Will Smith raises that movie. Like that's that's probably his most deserved Oscar nomination. Oh, whoa, whoa and J- Jaden Smith. He's in Ollie. She barely. Okay. I think that Will Smith.
1: Well, I mean, he's also part of the. The idea of the '90s blockbuster. Yes. I like yeah. when we think about '90s blockbuster, I think that there are, especially two actors that pop into a lot of minds, and I don't know, like I don't even know if '90s is his time, but I think of Tom Cruise yes. and Will Smith. I, those are the two. Like, yes. Um, and I think that the. I don't want him to just be stuck in the 90s blockbuster phase. Yeah. Because I think that, like, all we talked about about Aladdin and our... Any interest we had was, like... Will Smith. Will Smith's the genie, everyone.
0: Like, Prince Ali, not a terrible number.
1: What if... What if Will Smith was everyone?
0: Yeah. Like, let's do it. (laughs) Um, I think he does a really good job of keeping his, his... brand, or his finger on the pulse of like what is popular, because he's got a lot of varied things, and so I think that's what keeps him around. Listen, you and Ang Lee agree that the two people of 90s blockbusters are Will Smith and Tom Cruise, because Ang Lee has said in an interview, the only two people that he could thought could have done this part were Will Smith and Tom Cruise. Um,
1: oh, I saw it. Oh, I didn't watch this at AMC. I went uh-huh. to Queensgate okay. for one reason. Uh-huh. Not because... Queensgate has something, yeah. <laughs> has some big theater that no. tries to do stuff. No, no, because that's dedicated to Joker still. Um, I went to Queensgate because um, if I didn't, I wasn't sure if I would make D and D. Ah, so I went twelve twenty, uh, to see this film. It's not a very long film. It's not. No. but times were just really yeah. bad. Um, and there was a Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Trailer. Have you seen that trailer? I
0: have not.
1: I was like, "Wow." So I've seen Top Gun once. I don't much care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, ooh, it...
0: goodbye listeners cuz now yeah, if we had any before, now they're gone. Do mm-hmm. people care about Top Gun that much? I like, think people love Top Gun.
1: I can understand. I mean, like maybe if you saw it as a kid, like you could like really love it and I
0: but like the like, I think it's a it's a real film bro movie. Like it's a real like like epic one.
1: The Hollywood scene, I agree. <laughs> like the homoeroticism in that is.
0: Bottom. you're not wrong that,
1: yeah. it, when i when i watched it and it started and until the mm, uh, soundtrack came on i was like this is a top gun oh no he says his name he's like what's the deal maverick and i was like oh that's a popular name from something i don't know what it is
0: he's yet. like i don't know goose and you're like oh i'm here Goose is dead oh sorry val
1: Val val's ice man which one's Goose? Goose is the one that dies, his partner.
0: I don't really know, okay. <laughs> I don't care for this movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I just knew that his name was Iceman and he chomps his gum really obnoxiously. Anyways, it doesn't seem to have the tone of the first movie, which the tone of the first movie is a Kenny 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 Loggins song.
0: It's a music video. <laughs> it's a music video.
1: Yeah, which like I mean like if you're into that, you're into that. But then I was watching this and I was like, well, this is like really serious. I need
0: I need a I need a I need a ranking or a number on this from you. Okay, so from 1 to 10, so your ranking is just give me a rating of the trailer in use of Highway to the Danger Zone.
1: Ooh, I don't know if it used it or not. <laughs> zero.
0: It got to zero. Goodbye, but it I could don't have, need it, you.
1: It could have used it. I'm not sure, Josh. I was really trying to figure out what movie it was. Um, and then it goes into a montage where it literally looks like it's playing the best hits from Top Gun. Like... Like the most memorable scenes, which are volleyball, the scene where he sings a song to a lady, uh-huh. something else, maybe um, like the motorcycle scene,
0: flies a plane.
1: He does do that, yeah. Sure. No one remembers that though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's a pilot, everybody. He's a pilot.
1: Yeah, those stuff is boring. <laughs> like I was just like, why are we doing this? Money. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Josh. Maybe I should never ask again.
0: So, Will Smith, we like him. Sure, yeah. We want him to do other things. Can I, can I, my theory of what's the thing we put in the canon? Give me just, like, give me, like, five episodes of Fresh Prince. Because, like, I think that's maybe, like, something that's also great that he's in as well. Okay, like it's either that or it's Men and Black or Independence Day. Do
1: you remember yeah. when he was like oh, yeah. so you were raised in South Philadelphia? And he was like, Born and raised on the plane.
0: <laughs> uh, as soon as he put the Phillies hat on, I was like, Will Smith's here We're Philadelphia <laughs>
1: Yeah, there were a few other things that made me be like, like, took me out because it felt like a wink and nod to Will Smith's past career, and I don't remember what they were, but I was like, I was a little bit too on the nose. Was it
0: that time where we went to Miami and we were just like singing about it and we like did a little jam?
1: Yeah, when he's like, bad boys, bad boys. (laughs) And then Martin Lawrence showed up.
0: Benedict Wong came out in his plane and he was just like, yeah, getting jiggy with it.
1: They say something along that they say, something like getting jiggy with, they say <laughs> something close to that, and I went, No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well,
1: well, everyone, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on Gemini Man, I
0: don't know if there are more,
1: <laughs> you should probably just give up on your own life. Oh, with no, all don't of do us. that. We
0: like you a lot. Please don't give up.
1: No, give up on no. like listening to us.
0: No, we, no, don't. I like this um, show. Keep listening.
1: Um, you can find us at a lot of places. Wait, there's a
0: game over there to play.
1: <sighs> oh, crap. <sighs> okay, what are some famous lines from movies? Rosebud.
0: Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a
1: damn. Here's looking at you, kid.
0: Uh, that's bad hat, Harry.
1: Here's Johnny.
0: Um once upon a dream <laughs> sure I don't really know you win good job <laughs> you dropped some cards yeah I know. it happened alright friends if you want to this conversation and why wouldn't you you can do so at friendoffriendpodcast.squarespace.com you can also find us on apple Podcasts and itunes give us a 5 star review or any star review that really does help us get new listeners and we would appreciate that a lot um hit that subscribe button
1: uh, egg <laughs> You
0: can also find us on Twitter at dwt
1: underscore podcast, YouTube Together, Tumblers, Together, Together Letterbox DerbyACT and Kylie Gallagher.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. Oh.
1: Quack. You didn't say your name. Kylie.
0: Quack 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 quack. <laughs>